It has been interesting to watch the job market as someone who doesn't totally understand the nuts and bolts of what all's happening and just hearing a lot of experts saying, well, as we raise interest rates, it's possible that we could have a soft landing, we could fall into some sort of a recession, we're not really sure. Every month, numbers come out with the job market uh Numbers came out today. U.S. employers added 187,000 jobs last month. To talk about what all that means in the state of the economy right now, I bring on Gerald Cohen, chief economist at UNC. Gerald, thanks for being on the show again. Hey, Nate. Sorry. You're good. Nate, how are you? Uh, great to be back, and, uh, and I'm happy to be your nuts and bolts guy. There we go. What does it mean that we added 187,000 jobs? So um, it's a continued. Uh, quite very good news for the economy. Um, you know, it's it's showing that we are sh- are continuing to show very nice strength. Uh, um, you know, at, at this point, we should be creating because of just demographic factors closer to a hundred thousand jobs. So it's illustrative of the challenge for the Fed, which is you know we're kind of running out of workers and. Um, and by and or maybe I should say kind of more we are we are at the point where we're running out of workers and unless uh, people re-enter the labor force we're just gonna we're gonna create these jobs we're gonna see more pressure on wages and then that could potentially feed in or it has fed into inflation and it's likely to continue to do so which is really the challenge for the Fed and and the data that we had also the, the report this morning showed quite strong and stronger than expected wage growth and no signs of a deceleration in that. Um, and that's got to give the Fed the heebie-jeebies. So wage growth, are we at the point now where wage growth is well outpacing inflation? So we are, I mean, well, I wouldn't say well outpacing, but it, it is, well, I mean, you could actually, maybe, maybe I'm going to split hairs and say, um, uh, the wage growth on the, over the last year is um, up 4.4%, and the latest inflation prints had in, had inflation somewhere in the, depending on which measure you're talking about, 25 to 3%. So they are, I mean, that's a decent, decent gain relative to inflation. So yes, um, the challenge is that if we don't get productivity growth, um, then those wages are just going to feed directly into more inflation. If if workers are more productive, then then what happens is you can that means that you know what they're doing is they're producing more output um, for each hour's worth of, of work, and therefore those wage gains just are, are are not fed through because you're just being more productive. But without pr- uh, strong productivity gains, um, and the numbers on that have been all over the place, uh, you're it's the worry is that you're going to get to inflation. But it's good for workers now because you know you're. You're outpacing inflation for the first time in a uh, meaningfully for a long time. So you're saying if uh, workers don't put out a good output, that's what'll give the Fed the heebie-jeebies. Exactly, and that's an official economics term, heebie-jeebies. Um, that's exactly right. Um, you know, if workers are if you're if you're more productive, then you know you you can have those strong wage gains. But if not, then then the then the thing is is that costs are rising, and then companies, businesses are going to pass through those higher costs. Obviously, the Fed has been working over the past year with raising rates uh, different amounts at different times uh, to try to land a soft uh, blow, basically, to the economy, keep us from going into a deep recession. 
there's a lot I keep on hearing a lot of ifs right now like if you know people put out good output or if you know enough jobs are taken and all these sorts of things does the Fed have a lot of info right now that they can work with where, where they can make a good solid decision or are they dealing with a lot of ifs as well there I, I mean you know I, I, there you know 400 or many there are 400 economists at the, the Federal Reserve Board in DC and then lots of others spread throughout the Federal Reserve district and so you know their brain there's a lot of brain power but they don't have particularly significant you know significantly more insights than what you and I can read in the you know in the newspaper or in the you know if you dig into the data that I did this morning um, and so I, I think they have the same challenges that we do. You know, yeah, they have fancier models, but it, the models have a lot of ifs in them. Um, and yeah, they have smart people, but it's it's there's no crystal ball in the economy. And so I think what they're in kind of in some respects signaling is we're dependent on how we see the data. And this piece of data, when I saw it, I was like, oh, you're seeing some slowing in the labor market, but it's still above this these demographically, you know, the demographics, and you're seeing these higher wage numbers. And that's kind of what really, um, what kind of bothered me the most about this report. And again, I, I want to be clear, wage gains are great for people. It's just if they're, if they're going to feed into inflation, that's the problem. It's one of those ifs again. I have heard over the past year, uh, lots of people saying that we're looking better than we originally thought in terms of the chance of us falling into a recession. Is that still the case where we're looking a little better than people first thought when the Fed first started raising interest rates? Yes. I mean, I I will say um, that six months ago, six to eight months ago, I I, I was not in the recession camp and then six to eight months ago, whatever... But a lot of people were in, in the middle of last a year ago, six to eight months ago. I moved into the recession camp, and um, I said it would happen a year from then, so kind of late 2023, early 2024. I still remain in the recession camp, but we're definitely. I mean, the probability or the chance that we go that we have a recession in late 2023 um, is say the probability of having a recession overall is declining just because of the strength of the labor market. So, um, so you know, I, I, I'm still, I still think it's going to happen, um, but my confidence in that is declining. And even if it happens, I think it's going to be, I mean, as, as I said, I don't have a crystal ball, but, but what I, you know, my analysis of the economy suggests it's going to be re- uh, relatively mild because households or balance sheets are very strong and because all of this job creation. Well, Gerald Cohen, thank you so much. I guess we'll have to keep waiting and seeing. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Nate, happy to talk to you again soon.